Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Bulgaria. Practitioners of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, held a petition drive in the city of Plovdiv on December 30th to generate public awareness of the decades-long persecution of the practice in China by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. One petition requested that the Bulgarian government prevent Bulgarian citizens and institutions from abetting the CCP in its forced organ harvesting from Chinese practitioners. The second petition condemned the CCP's many human rights violations. In addition to learning about the persecution of Falun Dafa, many Bulgarians also took the opportunity to learn about the spiritual practice. A young woman was captivated by the sight of the practitioners doing the graceful exercises and filmed a long video. She said she would research the practice more once she got home. Taiwan. Practitioners in central Taiwan gathered at the Shito Elementary School of Chenghua County to wish Falun Dafa's founder, Master Li Hongzhi, a happy new year via a group photo and video. They also read together as a group some of the teachings from the practice and shared stories about the amazing occurrences they witnessed thanks to Falun Dafa. A Taichung woman named Guang talked about a miracle experienced by her sister, who is not a Falun Dafa practitioner. The woman was diagnosed with terminal colorectal cancer. Each time Guang visited her sister, she suggested that she say Falun Dafa is good, but her sister resisted. As time passed, the sick woman became emaciated and was in great pain, but did finally follow her sister's advice. Her doctor was subsequently shocked to find that her cancer had disappeared. He asked if she had undergone some special treatment, to which she replied, As soon as I wake up each day, I repeatedly say, Falun Dafa is good. I think this is the reason. Italy, the United Kingdom, Japan, and the United States. Shenyang Performing Arts continued its world tour with shows in 12 cities in Italy, the United Kingdom, Japan, and the United States during the first week in January 2024. New Era Company presented four performances at the New Theatre in Oxford, United Kingdom, all to full houses. The Global Company presented three performances to full houses in Calari, Italy. The New York Company performed to a packed house in Satama, Japan. The World Company presented four performances in San Francisco, California, all to packed houses. The Touring Company performed sold-out shows in Charlotte, North Carolina, as well as in Dayton, Ohio, the North America Company presented four performances in Austin, Texas, all to full houses. The International Company 
performed to a packed house in Dallas, Texas, and the New World Company presented three performances to full houses in Atlanta, Georgia. Audiences were captivated and uplifted everywhere the Shen Yun Dance Companies performed. Pierluigi Menino, a city council member in Calari, Italy, summed up the experience for so many audience members when he described the show as unparalleled. Japan. Practitioners held protests on December 31st in front of the Chinese consulates in the cities of Nagasaki and Fukuoka to tell residents and tourists about Falun Dafa and its persecution in China. Banners and display boards delivered the messages, Falun Dafa is good, stop the persecution of Falun Gong immediately, and give Falun Gong freedom. Many pedestrians stopped in front of the signs and carefully read the content. Passing drivers lowered their windows to read the information or honked their horns to express their support and concern. As night fell, the practitioners lit candles to solemnly commemorate fellow practitioners who were persecuted to death. The eye-catching banners and candles drew people's attention. A practitioner spokesperson said, Our protest has lasted 24 years. We hope more people can recognize the CCP's nature and its crimes, work together to safeguard world peace, and stop the persecution as soon as possible. Indonesia. Falun Dafa was welcomed at the Car Free Day event in Jakarta on January 7th. The Car Free Project was established by the Indonesian government to reduce traffic congestion, promote sustainability, and create a healthier environment. Thousands of people came out to enjoy festivities. Many pedestrians video recorded practitioners as they did the exercises, and some learned them at the event. People accepted informational flyers and expressed interest in additional Falun Dafa materials. Passersby Ellie said she often sees practitioners at different practice sites around Jakarta and expressed an interest in learning the exercises. She said that society needs truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, and that she'd like to live by these principles. A resident named Rita said, I thought we needed to register or become members to learn the exercises. It turns out that it's free and open to the public. I'm very interested and want to learn more about Falun Dafa. According to data collected by the Minghui website, 209 Falun Gong practitioners died from persecution in 2023, bringing the total documented death toll to over 5,000 since the Chinese Communist Party began its persecution of Falun Gong in 1999. The actual death toll is believed to be much higher given the extreme censorship in China. The deceased practitioners come from all walks of life including doctors, teachers, factory workers, librarians, and engineers. At least 18 of them, aged between 30 and 86, died while in custody. 
The remaining deaths occurred either after the practitioners were released from detention or after they endured years of persecution. Ms. Hu Young Cho, a 64-year-old woman from Hebei Province, died six days after being arrested on March 30, 2023, for talking to people about Falun Gong outside of a hospital. Ms. Liang Li Zin of Inner Mongolia also died six days after she was arrested in March 2023 while visiting her daughter in Changchun City, Jilin Province. Mr. Peng Shun, a 30-year-old radio show host, was beaten to death while serving a five-year term in prison in Sichuan Province. According to an insider, Mr. Pong's body was covered with bruises from the beating, as well as marks from electrical shocks and being tied up tightly with ropes. The prison denied having tortured Mr. Pong, but claimed that he died of hyperthyroidism, even when he was perfectly healthy and had no pre-existing conditions when he was arrested. Ms. Zhong Ming of Wuhan City, Hebei Province, was emaciated and had difficulty talking when she was released after eight months of detention at a local brainwashing center. Her family took her to the hospital on the first day of 2023, but the doctor refused to treat her. She died in the hospital hours later, six days after she was taken back home. Mr. Li Dianxing from Hunan Province was constantly harassed by the local authorities. An employee from the local county human resources and social security office went to his home on April 3, 2023, and demanded that he return a portion of the pension that he had received. The person claimed that because Mr. Lee wasn't entitled to any retirement benefits while he was serving a previous prison term for his faith, he was thus required to return the funds received during that time. Mr. Lee was so angry and upset that he suffered a stroke. He died later that day. He was 84 years old. Having lost her mother, a six-year-old girl named Lily in Heilongjiang province became an orphan when her father also died. Lily's suffering started even before she was born. Not knowing she was pregnant, her mother, Ms. Zuchumen held a five-month-long hunger strike to protest her arbitrary detention and torture for practicing Falun Gong. It was a miracle that her pregnancy remained viable throughout her ordeals, and Lily was born on December 8, 2017. Only six days after her birth, Lily's father, Mr. Wang Yudong, was sentenced to three years. Ms. Zhu struggled to care for Lily by herself while evading police harassment. The physical and mental trauma eventually led to her death in July 2022. Mr. Wong developed a stroke in prison and never recovered after being released in March 2020. He died in his sleep on April 9, 2023. Miss Chai Rong a 76-year-old from Inner Mongolia, died on December 3, 2023, eight months after completing a three-year prison sentence for her faith in Falun Gong. Miss Chai was arrested in 2020 and sentenced to prison for distributing Falun Gong informational materials in her hometown. The prison guards tortured her and subjected her to intensive brainwashing and 
aimed at forcing her to renounce Falun Gong. Her health quickly declined. She was released in April 2023, only to die on December 3rd. Prior to her latest prison sentence, she had been arrested at least ten other times and was twice subjected to forced labor. Following her arrest in 2002, her then 61-year-old husband was so devastated that he had a stroke and died shortly afterwards. The couple's nephew who lived with them and also practiced Falun Gong was arrested twice and also implicated every time Miss Chai was arrested. His uncle's passing further traumatized him, and he died in 2003. The art of Jen Shan Ren International Exhibition displayed at two Indian events. Paintings from the Art of Jen Shan Ren, Truthfulness, Compassion, Forbearance International Exhibition were on display at the Government Medical College and Hospital in Nagpur on December 22nd and 23rd. The display was part of the Platinum Jubilee Celebration, presented for the college's class of 1947 alumni. The dean of the college, Dr. R. N. Gabihei, invited practitioners to take part in the festivities. Many exhibition guests were appalled by the brutality of the persecution, and some took photos of the paintings. India's Supreme Court Justice B.R. Gave listened as practitioners explained what Falun Dafa is, about the CCP's organ harvesting from living, non-consenting practitioners being detained for their faith, and how different countries are now taking legal action to prevent their citizens from taking part in this unethical organ trade. One doctor was impressed by the way artists used the paintings to convey the facts about the persecution. He said, The red wall of China displayed in the painting is about to fall very soon. Mumbai and Pune Falun Dafa practitioners took part in a book fair in the city of Pune from December 16th through December 24th. The fair, hosted by the Pune Municipal Corporation and the National Book Trust, drew nearly 400,000 enthusiasts over the course of nine days. Practitioners demonstrated the five exercises and introduced the Falun Dafa lecture book series in English, Hindu, and the local language, Marathi. Some book fair attendees invited practitioners to demonstrate the exercises at their schools and workplaces. Many people registered for an online Falun Dafa exercise teaching session. Vice Principal of a Commerce College in Pune, Vijay Gaikwad, said he was amazed that the exercises are taught for free all around the world. He offered to search for a publisher for Falun Dafa books, explaining, I know you are doing a very noble work. I would like to help you. Falun Dafa is life-changing, and the practice should reach more people. Eight paintings from the Art of Jen Chan Ren International Exhibition were also on display. Two art students 
said that they admired the details of the paintings and appreciated that the artist spent a great deal of time and patience creating them. They also enjoyed the spiritual themes in the paintings. Bookstore owner Mr. Gupta said, The artworks are very beautiful. He liked the positive energy he felt. He particularly enjoyed the artwork Illumination, where a mother is depicted holding her child while reading Juan Fallen, the main book of Fallen Dafa. He said, It makes me feel at ease. I would like to own this painting. Chinese nationals deeply touched by Shen Yun. Shen Yun Performing Arts is sharing with the world the spirit and wisdom of China's 5,000-year-old culture, nearly extinguished under the communist regime. Unfortunately for the people residing in China, the show is not welcome to perform there because Shen Yun's mission is to revive China's pre-communist civilization. Fortunately, Chinese nationals do have the opportunity to enjoy Shen Yun performances outside of China. Shen Yun has eight full touring companies that have been performing the 2024 tour in Asia, Europe, and North America since December. Chinese nationals who were able to catch a performance in those nations spoke of being moved by and grateful for the long-lost values and authentic culture revived by Shen Yin. Miss Yang, an immigrant from Beijing, saw Shen Yin in San Jose, California, on January 1st. She called the performance truly very stunning. She shared, Shen Yin is so great, teaching people how to behave, how to believe in the divine, and how to let our society return to its beautiful state. To the members of the dance company, Miss Young said, Each and every one of you Shinyan artists, I truly sincerely thank you. I hope you can bring this goodness to every corner of the world and let the glory of the divine spread to every corner of the world. She then encouraged them to keep up the good work. Beijing natives Mr. Yao and his wife saw Shen Yin for the first time in Dallas, Texas, on December 29th. Impressed by the performance, the husband shared, I feel really emotional after seeing it. I feel very proud to be a Chinese. Miss Zhao, who came to Japan from China two months ago, she saw Shen Yin in Kyoto on January 3rd and said she found it both stunning and uplifting. She observed, every one of the dancers was full of vitality. They have definitely, to some degree, gone through cultivation in the spiritual world, definitely the kind of level that is hard for us ordinary people to achieve. A student from China named Mr. Liu saw Shen Yin in Birmingham, United Kingdom, on December 29th. He enjoyed Shen Yin in Paris the previous year and wanted to see it again this year. He said, One memorable experience was that when the tenor performed, there was no microphone at the time, but the voice on the entire stage vibrated and echoed. At the time, I clearly felt that the voice was transmitted to my brain through the back of my skull, like it penetrated through my brain. Mr. Liu said he was touched by many parts of the performance. He wanted to say to the artists, You're truly great, truly great. Mr. Li attended a Shen Yin performance in Houston, Texas on January 1st. He said that he is a Christian, and he felt the power of faith and compassion in Shen Yin. 
Shanghai native Jiamen Bai, vice chairman of the China Alliance for Democracy and Human Rights and chairman of the alliance's Eastern United States branch, saw Xinyin in Boston, Massachusetts on December 31st. He has seen Xinyin multiple times and drove four hours from New York to see the performance. Susan Lee and her husband, natives of Guangdong Province, saw Xinyin in San Jose, California on December 31st. Miss Lee said, Xinyin cures your heart, your body, and your soul. Words cannot describe how happy I am today. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org. 